What's poppin', ladies and gentlemen? This your most humble and gracious host, TT from the Raw Talk Podcast. Oh, look, I need y'all to do something for me real quick. Head to the YouTube, like, share, and subscribe our videos, you feel me? I'm saying? You know we got the fire interviews, and you know we got the fire shots out there, you feel me? So, look, y'all already know how we coming in 2023. We ain't got to move fast. We just got to move correctly, you dig? Raw Talk Podcast. Let's get to it. I'm good. This is this is a nice, you know, we're in a we're in a different space. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Uh I've been most humble and gracious host T T. I ain't got my dog Squirrel with me here today, but I do have a lovely host with me today. Please introduce you. yourself. Hi everybody. I am Alexandria. Alexandria, all right. Yeah. And this is the Raw Talk Podcast. What's popping, ladies and gentlemen? We are, as you can see, in like a new space, obviously, twenty twenty three. We're gonna be Doing way more of these, doing different things, doing Branching bigger things, you feel what I'm saying? Branching out and everything like that. How are you? First and foremost, before we get started, I just want to check on you. I ain't seen you in a minute. Right. Um, so I'm good. Mm-hmm. Uh, much better. I went yeah. to church last night, so that's always That's good. awesome. Of course. Um, but yeah, I am anticipating 2023. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so grateful for like the new inspirations that I've gotten like this latter part of the year. And so I'm anxious to see what it's going to look like in yeah, 2023 yeah, same, same. and um, the new ventures I'll be taking myself. Okay. So, yeah. so you want to share? Not yet. Not yet? Not okay, yet. Okay. All right. We ain't going to talk yet. about Not the new yet. ventures and everything like that. But, but when it drops, hey, I'll be back. Let's go. I love that. I love yeah. that. Same thing with me. You know what I'm saying? It's just new ventures in 2023, taking on some new challenges, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, doing some uh some new things doing the same things but doing them better absolutely and doing it differently you know just growing in the areas that i'm in right now so i have to look at (coughs) i'm learning to look at time as a um as a a a tool yes that i need to use instead of looking at it as something that's you know that's just you know sand in an hourglass you know just wasting away Time yeah. is the tool that I can use to actually get better, and I'm looking at it, like, more from a a larger perspective and not just, you know, something that's just, like, I'm just going to be doing something and time just going to be moving forward and moving forward and I'm not getting anything accomplished. It's just, like, I know that in order for me to grow within my field, it's going to take a couple of years. Right. So I'm not looking at it as, like, oh, I'm turning <laughs> 30 and life is almost over and a midlife crisis, like. Oh, my God. Nah, I feel like a baby. Okay. I just got to start working. I'm a little stiff now. Stiffer than normal. You know <laughs> right. what I'm saying? So just, you know, getting back into the, well, not even to the gym. Like, I'm not even going back to the gym mm-hmm. in 2023. Like, I'm working out at home, mm-hmm. you know, doing some different stuff like that. So just doing what I'm doing, doing it better. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Changing up just, like, a few little tweaks here and there. But, mm-hmm. you know. I completely agree. Yeah. Um, I've often felt like. Like, time is something that I'm competing with. Like, I Mm, have to have these things that I need to do. Um, But, like you said, just doing it better. Doing it better. I came to that same consensus. Um, I've been teaching. This is my fifth year. And the crazy thing is that I always wanted to be an educator. And um, it just so happened that the year I went to college, they cut the program at Dillard Wright. And so... Damn. Shout out to DU. Shout out to DU. Hey, you know what I'm saying? DU, yeah, Shout yeah. out to XU. <laughs> you know. XU. The but pro- anyways. Don't, don't um, do it. Don't do it. We trying to be friends. <laughs> I'm trying to be your friend today. We don't have to be. And That's you wore okay. this shirt. I, indeed. You wore this shirt on I, my podcast. Yeah, no. I'm trying to be your friend. Look. I'm it, trying to be your friend. You already res- wore this shirt. 
respect each other. My face right I, we now we with don't this have shit, but it's cool. It's friends. cool. We can just respect it's the cool. fact that I ain't we are tripping. both I'm not HBCUs. I'm not tripping. I'm just in, saying. Uh, the city of New Orleans, great universities that produce great people. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so um, I ended up taking um, a different education track, right, for the program, and so it just so happened. Um, God allowed me to come back and do the thing that I always wanted to do. And so with that, I'm discovering myself. Um, I'm discovering my purpose within it. Like I'm reminded daily that this is a part of my journey. This is something that God ordained me to do. But um, there are times where I do struggle, right? And, And it could just be, you know, from the lack of experience because I was trained in a particular field and not necessarily education. Um, But to just stay the course is also a part of the process. Just stay the course. You're not going to come out swinging, being on um, a thousand cylinders every day. Um, This is Mm. my fifth year. um, And so there's still much to learn education. What? I don't like that. What? Me. Like, that's it's like, I don't like that. I, I need to be coming out swinging every mm-hmm. day. Like, that's just how I feel about <clears throat> just whatever. Like, I have to come out swinging every day. You I do have to the to. best like, of I your feel ability, like, I got to feel like I'm prime time, like I'm Deion Sanders on some shit. Look, like, I got to be the best of the best of the best. Sometime to, to of be the best. of his stature, it right? Did. It did. It took him a little while. It did. But, you know, it took him a little while, I guess. That's but, you know, I'm just journey. saying, like, it's just a part of the journey. Um, and so when we settle with that, right, mm-hmm. when we realize that I think it makes things a little bit more palatable, it makes things a little bit more manageable, um, like as long as I'm giving my best self, oh, my God, that makes a world of a difference. Mm. As long as I'm giving my best self who I am at that moment every day, then then that's good enough. Yeah, that's true. Look, that's we true. show that's up true. to work every that's single true. day. That's true. I ain't going to lie. People that's true. are that's not real. breaking down the doors to be <sighs> teachers. They're not saying, let me in here. Y'all got the best salaries. We got the best kids in the world, but we have the toughest jobs in the world. Man. One of the toughest it's jobs. It's like, because it's, it's, I've always said this, that the reason why our jobs are tough is because we are practically raising other people's kids. Man, say it again. Say, are, say it again. We are practically raising other people's kids. Like, officially. Officially. <laughs> like, yeah. we are practically raising other people's kids, especially, like, in our community, in mm-hmm. our neighborhoods, and mm-hmm. you don't really know what you know happens mm-hmm. with these children at home. Obviously, mm-hmm. we see, like, in the city of New Orleans, like, our youngins are actually running them up. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's crazy because the only people that some of our young people actually listen to are their teachers, teachers. or a teacher, a dean, a mm-hmm. principal, or somebody, a figure at the school that mm-hmm. they respect, you know, wholeheartedly. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But they don't get that person all of the time that they can come home to who's going to love them and nurture them and kind of teach them, right. you know, how to actually be in life. They don't get that. Them. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, it's like we are pretty much, we pretty much have to, it's kind of like filling a jar that has a hole in it. Oh, man. And so we can fill it with all of the good <laughs> yeah. the good water and everything, but it's leaking out. Mm-hmm. And when it comes home, and when they come home, sometimes it don't leak out. Sometimes it's poured out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, like, some kids' holes are drained. drained out. 
yeah. sucked out, evaporated, mm-hmm. even. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, our kids, you know, some kids' holes are bigger than others. Right. So they don't even retain a lot of the things because right. I'm tired of getting drained out at home. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to t- probably tired of trying to do the right thing at home. I can't do the right thing at home. Mm-hmm. This is not the right environment for me to do the right thing. The people around me, the people that I love and respect all the time, don't do the right thing all of the time. Right. You know what I'm saying? But we have, you know, we have a few kids. It's probably like, let's say, 75% that's on that spectrum. And then we have a 25% of our kids that, you know, have good, you know, solid support Mm -hmm. systems and families and everything. You know, whether they have money or not, it's just their parents. You know what I'm saying? They understand the importance of their education. They understand the importance of them coming to this environment and trying their best mm-hmm. at the simplest level. You feel what I'm saying? So that just make our job a whole lot harder. Absolutely. And, and people don't really realize that. But I ain't coming to complain <sighs> about that. That's just something, you know, that's just the wall. That's just the wall it is. I don't even you know think I mean? it's complaining. That's, yeah, that's our true. reality. That's our reality. That's our it's, reality. It's, it's not even reality. a complaint. It's not even a complaint. You're right about that. But um, I think we are very fortunate to be privileged to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. And it is exhausting work. Um, but... In, in all of our efforts, you know, we're her- hoping that for the ones who do retain the waters that they receive from us daily, that that is instrumental in their lives and in the lives of others that they'll reach. And so with that hope, mm-hmm. it, it allows you to get up and, and continue to do it. Like, right. it's, it's not the instant gratification, but it's the long work. And I know um, it's effective because it was given to me. Um, you know, a little touch of my life. I'm, you know, the baby of seven, you know, to a single Damn. parent. That's right. a lot of kids. I ain't gonna lie. I, I didn't, I wasn't fortunate enough to be raised with all of those kids. That's a <laughs> lot of damn people. I'm not gonna lie. That just made me nervous. That's a lot of people. Yeah, it is. It is. It's a lot of people in a single parent household and my siblings raised us. Mm-hmm. Um, my grandmother was there to support us, but, you know, lived away from us. But anyways, long story short, I'm saying all of that to say what I didn't get at home because my mom was busy Mm -hmm. affording a roof over our head. I got through my teachers. I got through, uh, one of my teachers made sure I had breakfast every day. She brought me a yogurt and a banana every single day. Um, and even in my twenties working with like black women as my managers, they poured into me every single day and I was hard headed. I was hurt. I was, you know, grown Mm. and was going to figure it out myself. Mm. And, um, but they were like, Zandra, I had a Jamaican manager. (laughs) She was like, Zandra, um, no. And they, they poured into me every single day. And so it wasn't instantly that I showed them, hey, I understand what you're saying. But now when I talk to them, mm-hmm. even in 2022, I call them or they'll call me and be like, what are you doing? And so they're able to you know, that's interesting. see the work. That's very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Because as a male educator, I'm trying to, uh, it's very, very hard for me to pinpoint a male role model in the education system that was older than me, mm-hmm. that was either doing what I was doing or, you know, in another realm that I could actually look up to that I respected mm-hmm. and that I felt that was doing, you know, their just do, you know, 
for me that was doing or just do like about me and mm-hmm. you know as far as like giving me that education or giving me them those chances and everything like that and who I thought was giving or just do to the kids mm-hmm. I have not met a person that I've worked with a colleague of mine that I've sat down and talked to that's a man mm-hmm. that I'm able to have that kind of relationship with and I've been in education for seven years, straight out of college. Mm, that is alarming. And, it's very and alarming. I, and I also think that it's it's true. Um, I'm trying to think. Like I, I really responsible it's, males. It's just like wow. so dealing with students, dealing with kids. It's just like a parental ship, mm-hmm. right? You need the balance of male and female. That's just the fact of the matter, right? And so, much like their households, they're growing up being raised by their grandmothers, or mm-hmm. growing up being raised mm-hmm. by single parents, and then they come to school, and all of their teachers are women, okay? And so, it's it's just that recycle, okay? There is uh, the propensity to be undervalued because, uh, you know, you sound like my mama, you sound like my auntie, you remind me of this person, right? Um, and so... We need more responsible um, male figures to come into these schools because it takes the balance to we produce. Do. Fellas, man, come teach for like three, four years. Okay, three, three years. Be a teacher long. three years, four years. Just you come know, pay your come pay your dues, pay your tithes and offerings. In December, pay your tithes and offerings to your kids, man. Man, fellas. Okay. Come, come do, come do. This is like I really think that for all of, for everybody that's in college, I'm just I'm gonna put this put this declaration out there mm-hmm. for every for every young black college educated person that has an education in a specific subject realm. So all of my English majors, mm-hmm. all of my bio majors, all of my chem majors, all of my history majors, all of my I say English already. You did. All right, cool. History majors, I say them yep. already too. Mm-hmm. All right, so all of y'all. Give me another subject. Let's say um, reading, writing, arithmetic. So that would be more like English, and as even far as arts. art majors, yeah, music, music. Majors. So art, history, music, tech, tech, any computer science majors. Yes. All of y'all. I will say this. Right out of college, take a stab at teaching as like a, just as like a residency for yeah. life. <laughs> like four years. That's all. Just like a residency for life. Just take a stab at it. I'm Man. I'm really telling y'all. Man, yeah. Take yeah, a stab yeah. at it. I'm not telling y'all I'm not telling everybody to stay. I'm not telling everybody to be a teacher, even if you didn't want to be a teacher, but I'm just telling y'all to take a stab at it. And the reason why I'm telling y'all to take a stab at it is because the real education is not gonna come from the subject matter. Man, ooh. It's from the people who deliver it. It's from the people who deliver it and the moments that you're not teaching is the moments that you're going to teach the most. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Absolutely. So the moments that you're not teaching are the moments mm-hmm. that you teach the most. So it doesn't fuck the curriculum, <laughs> fuck the lesson plans, fuck the Most of us are charter anyway. We right. can't kind of do what, what we, we want We can't to. fail them anyway. Right. You feel what I'm saying? So you let's can't. start teaching them about life. life while we're in these schools. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Like, we can't, you know, of course, obviously, reading and writing, you know, this is on third, but sometimes we have to understand that we will succeed, we have succeeded, 
by understanding the basic principles of life mm -hmm. as far as survival. We all know how Absolutely. to survive. We all know what's going on. We all understand what to do in, in like as far as, you know, making money. Mm -hmm. All right. So we understand in today's society, mm -hmm. making money is the gist. So obviously we need to teach them math. We need to teach them how to read. We need to teach them how to comprehend. Those things mm -hmm. are, you know what I'm saying? Of course, scientific concepts is under third. Like we need to teach them these things. But at the end of the day, them knowing how to be young professionals, them knowing how to survive in a world where they may lack or they may never have, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying, certain mm -hmm. advantages, opportunities, and also understanding that even though you live in that world, don't confide yourself, confine yourself to just those thoughts mm -hmm. of the I'm gonna play 2K, or just the thoughts of I'm gonna play basketball, play football, or you know the thoughts of this is that and the third. Like, there's nothing wrong with being an educated first and foremost, but even outside of the realm of education, there's so many other things that you could be doing. Absolutely, and you can tailor your curriculum to just that, like so. engrafting um, English skills or English um, standards to. Hell, we were making quilt squares. Um, we did a deep dive into like um, an artist by the name of Bisa Butler and reading um, her inspirations for why she makes the art that she does. Um, English standards right there and getting them to reflect and to analyze and to evaluate yeah, to what do, they're doing. Yeah, we have like, definitely have to do these in different can, ways. You can, exactly. You can, um, you know, carry out a lesson but also make it relative to like a life skill mm -hmm. or something that will inspire them to think like past their current um situation right um so yeah it's just all in how you so use come, your gifts i'm telling you it's all in how you just use your gifts to deliver and come come rock with the children for a little while you just, just come rock with the kids and it ain't funny. even gotta be you know it ain't even gotta be like for me i went straight to the big dogs so i was like when i uh started teaching i went straight to high school okay so like i'm Same. 24 years old you know in high school you dig what i'm saying uh was i 24 how old mm. am i now no i was 20 right had to be a two, little younger 23 yeah. maybe like 23 22 23 years old or i was turning 23 that year probably and you know i'm literally telling these kids like look y'all i just graduated from mm -hmm. college like i was just at the college party like a couple of months ago like my nigga, like i was just at you know what i'm saying i just went through the process that y'all are literally about to go through mm -hmm. listen to me back. and listen to me well y'all not ready mm. harsh truth harsh truth i had to tell them y'all not ready right now mm -hmm. because like when i tell you what y'all need to do to get ready y'all just need to learn how you learn Absolutely. Learn how you process information. Learn how you study. Absolutely. Because if you don't, Absolutely. if you don't understand that, you're gonna have a hard time in college. You're gonna psych yourself out, just like how y'all psych yourself out. Here. If I don't give you a lot of work here, you're not gonna be prepared. I'm, I'm literally like giving them the like the little small. Try your best to be organized. Like this, that, they're like. Mm -hmm. I'm teaching environmental science. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you're gonna need it. You know what I'm saying? Like you understand what's going on, but it's like nigga. <laughs> And then I was teaching ACT prep, so oh it was like, God, okay, so no. that was like, oh you know Lord. what I'm saying? So obviously the testing and all that is testing anxiety and this, that, right. that. Like, that's just all something right. that these kids, like, it's it's a mystery in a sense of, it's not a mystery. It's not a mystery, but it's it's kind of, 
that's a whole other subject for another day. Like, I was about to get into my teacher bag just now and just education and, like, what I want to kind of, like, do with it and everything like that as far as the things that I'm going to be doing and pursuing as I continue to move forward okay. in, the, in the realm of education, just doing different things. But I don't need to get into that right now. Literally, all y'all, especially all y'all in the HBCUs, y'all out here claiming that y'all can't find a job, we need teachers. Ooh, Point blank period. Like yesterday. Don't, don't, don't sit up there and like be like, yesterday. you know, and we getting a little pay raise. So every teacher in Louisiana getting 60. So okay. you can be nice. You know, it was, I was getting applauded making $50,000 coming right out of high school. Oh, man. I mean, coming right out of college. Mm-hmm. Like a lot, not even all of the medical students and just under third was making the amount of money that I was making coming straight out of college being a teacher. How blessed Just you. saying. You know what I'm saying? So, <clears throat> and then if you smile with your money and you do something like that, stay home. Stay home with your people. Teach. Working nine to five. If you're a teacher, you're making, you know, fifty thousand dollars, so you're bringing home like forty three. You know what I'm saying? Gross. Is that a use right one? That's mm-hmm. that gross. Okay, cool. So gross. You think know what I'm saying? Bringing your gross forty three home. Save your money. One year, two years. No, I think you in a nice crib. I don't think that's Shit. gross. That's not gross. That's, that's net. That's net. Damn. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was done. <laughs> All right, well, fuck it. My gross is, net. is your money gross without is, taxes being Right, without out. taxes withheld. Yeah. Right, and my net is what I'm taking home. Okay, mm-hmm. so I got it. It's cool. You know, play as fuck up. That's you know right. what I'm saying? It's all, That's right. all right. That's all right. But, That's all right. You know what I'm saying? So I was, you know, that was something that was, you know, that was nice because a lot of people right out of college wasn't making no kind of money. Right. No. At all. And I would rather be making, you know, that guarantee we know that if anything, you know, is going to be trying to be held afloat, you feel what I'm saying, with all of the industries. Like, we know the education. education system is the one thing that has to remain. Has to remain afloat. Yes, absolutely. And literally, if the education system, like, let's say we just start closing school school and kids have no school, we're going to be expecting our kids, like, there are going to be people who are going to be expecting our kids to go work. Go work in factories, go work and do this, go work and do that. Mm. We have to teach our kids to be self-sufficient, self-sustained, you feel what I'm saying? And so that's why we need to go into our schools and right. give our babies the information that they need. And who and better than we? Um, nobody. That's exactly the right. point. Nobody. You so. Like, we got to keep, we got to, we got to flood the application pool absolutely, with our people. Absolutely. I, ab- <laughs> like I applaud, you know, um, the other races who um teach here in new orleans right Mm -hmm. um they teach a lot of black and brown kids and i have been privileged to see a lot of you know people of other races really love and pour into our kids but it's something when you are able as a black person they number one they still look for the black faces right Mm -hmm. it's relatively new you know but i have a good rapport with the majority of the kids so number one they look for familiarity Right. And so they see these positive relationships with with black people because they're quite as is kept or maybe it's really loud, but they seek these connections from people who are familiar to them. Right. And so they want to see black teachers. They want to see black men. They want to see, you know, people who look like them, who care about them who and who care enough to educate them and educate them properly. Um, so it means a lot. And you have, you know, these kids who look back and come back and write and thank you for just being there, for being the consistent thing, voice person in their life. So, I mean, if that means anything to you, definitely, 
you know, try to apply to be a teacher, but yeah, um, stop, it's, stop it's, being, it's, yeah, it's don't, much needed. Don't be a hoe about it. Just <laughs> apply. But anyway, you know what I'm saying? We, <clears throat> we ain't come here to talk about that. We you feel what I'm saying? Obviously, you know, Raw Talk Podcast, we talk life, health, and music. You dig what I'm saying? Uh, life, health, and music. Life, health, and music. And obviously, you know. That's, that's our life. That's it. That's that's literally what, you know, those are the three pillars of, you know, life, everyday things that we go through as people, your health, how you're keeping yourself healthy, what are you doing, what are you not doing, mm-hmm. and music, like what you're listening to, how you expressing yourself, you feel what I'm saying? Like, that's obviously as a musician, you know, I can talk about music all day mm-hmm. and things of that nature, so that's just where we're at with it. And so we're on that life tier right now. Okay. And what we were supposed to be talking about, ah. getting back to our little subject matter. You Spicy. know what I'm saying? To spice it up a little bit. Oh, my. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> so, no. I always notice a lot of things in the in the medias. Okay. In the Twitter spheres, you know, TikToks <laughs> and the Instagrams. Yeah. And I noticed one thing this year. In 2000. In 23, two, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. 2022, going to 2023, being single uh. is a mind fuck, if really? you will. I've noticed that. Being single is a mind fuck in 2000. In, in today's society, being single is a mind fuck. Um, and expound. I feel sorry for a lot of people that are single. Mm-hmm. I feel sorry for a lot of people that are wanting to be in relationships because I'll say, for instance, all right, there's this young lady that I follow on TikTok and I follow on Instagram and she was just <coughs> exclaiming. She said, I want that old love. Mm-hmm. She was like, I want old love. I want the type of love. I want a modern man with... <laughs> No, she, said, I wanna, she said, I want a modern man with traditional values. Now, nah, we got to. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to let you finish. She said, I want a modern man with traditional values. And I'm like, okay, all right. You want a modern man with traditional values. And she's just like, you know, like I want, you know, like, I don't understand why is it so hard for us to just to be like, I like you. I want to take care of you. And, like, whatever, whatever. You like me, you take care of me. And, then like, let that just be that. Like, if we decide to do that, then why are we, like, overcomplicating the process? And she, you know, she made a good point as far as, like, asking that question. So I want to ask that question. Why are we overcomplicating the process? Can we go back a little go, bit? Let's go back. Let's go back. Can we have we a lot to talk about. Okay, we can to go ahead. Sis's comment about wanting a modern, modern man, man with traditional with values. Traditional Tra- values. Traditional and values that's what I'm as far that's, as that's what the mind fuckness that's coming to me. I'm like, uh, a lot has to go into play to have a modern quote unquote modern so man modern man with traditional, traditional minds. values. Right. Um, let's define that. Like I don't even know what that is right now. Okay, they kinda to me cancel each other out. Mm. So here's the thing. So a modern man, a man, um, I guess millennial and forward, I I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um so modern as far as taking um care of like their mental stability, maybe. Yeah, like so. Um, okay, let's let's define as a modern man. Like so. Right. So, this is what she said she wanted. Now, what she didn't do was 
define okay. what she was. I we didn't. She didn't say she didn't go that, that part in, in the video. So like, let we let's build this. Let's let's build this this super nigga. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Here we go. Let's pretty much let's let's build this super nigga because that's pretty much what Shardy said that she wanted to me. All right. She's trying to build a super nigga. She want a modern man with traditional values. Okay. So. So let's build him. Uh, let's go. He's when handsome. When we say modern, let's let's say when we say modern. Okay. <laughs> that's like I ain't even talking about aesthetics. Right. 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 I ain't talking like about aesthetics because aesthetics. You know what I'm saying? We we ain't worried the about the traditional aesthetics. men are not let's handsome. Let's talk about. The modern man, what is that? And the then what are man. the traditional values? F- fuck what he look like right now. Because, right. That could, you know, because I was trying to put the whole man together. Yeah, okay, I, but I, let's I, just, you went, let's you just <laughs> do the modern man. <laughs> like, I ain't trying to be uh, up here. Yeah, that nigga cute. He got a feet. Like, nah, I'm straight on that. Okay. But, like, okay. Go ahead. All like, right. All right. All right. So, a modern man. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I guess, takes pride in mental stability. Okay. Who has done like the work if he's experienced like trauma if he's experienced like um setbacks and just being able to respond to them in a safe manner and one that um doesn't further cause her harm to the household or to himself okay um shoot what else is a modern man that's you tell I, me uh, <laughs> do you shit, think you're a modern I, man do i think i'm a modern man i mean I grew up in today's society. We don't want modern men. Modern men today want to um, have make you a baby mama, have side chicks, and all of that stuff. Is that what a modern man is? Don't marry. Do we see a lot of modern black men valuing marriage or seeking to date to be married? I have. The modern man, hell, doesn't even know Christ. Or believe in Christ. Man, that's a whole nother podcast for another day. Okay. And like and which is a podcast that we can definitely have, of course. Uh, you know, we can have a part two to this so we can talk okay. about going into those traditional values because okay. that's a part that would that's to me would be a tradition. part of the traditional value. Right. Uh and so tri- <clears throat> okay. So let's talk about that. So modern a modern man. Am I a modern man? So right. like when it's hard to define what a modern man is. Like I feel like I'm a man born in 1993, Mm -hmm. and I have grown accustomed to being a man or growing accustomed to how I am perceived and how, like, what I put out into the world and, like, how I'm supposed to operate within the world as being who I am and where I'm from. A lot of my surroundings, as far as where I'm from, has a lot to do has a lot to do with how I treat people or how I uh, go about handling certain situations. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Whether it comes to relationships, like, <clears throat> do I believe in marriage? Yes. Do I mm-hmm. want to be married? Yes. Like, do I? Mm, like, I don't know. Like, you know. I like I use technology <laughs> like a whole lot. You feel what I'm saying? Like I be on my phone, you know, a whole lot more than I more than I'm truly comfortable with. You know what uh-huh, I'm saying? Like, right. Uh, but that's, that's you know, I'd rather be in the book like that. But that's just my I, that's my ideals. But I think that's not exactly what comes out every day. You know modern what I'm men are more in tune with themselves. More in tune. Okay. I think we have had or not we because i'm not a man but i think modern men take the time to explore who they are 
at the mm-hmm. core and what made them that way. Um, as far as like traditional men, they grew up allowing society, their fathers, or even the mindset of the church to identify them. And so I think modern men strip away, I guess, the noise of the outside voices, right? And okay. really take the All time right. to search out who they are. All right. Themselves. So let's let's delve deeper into that part. Okay. So as a modern man, I will say that I have grown a callous, a person like born in 1993, I'm a millennial. Mm-hmm. I have grown a callous to, I guess, like outside noises and outside viewpoints, especially from like seeing as, again, my situation is different because my father was never in, in like my biological father was never in my life, but I've had father figures. But there would be like, you know, short periods of time that I would have father figures. And then my mother, you know, of course, had always been in my life. But I also have other like, you know, motherly figures in this and the third. So I grew up in a two-parent household, but only for like half of my life. So I kind of know what it is to not have a, a a male figure around. And I know what it is to have a figure, you know, a male figure around. And I was, I guess, fortunate enough to understand the differences and what it did and how it changed my life right. and the importance of having two people a balance in a household. You dig what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. that has, so that shifted my point of view, you know, when it comes to, you know, modern men and uh, being a modern person, I don't give a fuck about what a lot of people be saying mm-hmm. when it comes mm-hmm. to, <laughs> <laughs> good for you. When it comes to like, certain things that they talk about as far as like like you said like traditional men hold true to the values of their parents and Mm -hmm. grandparents and the things that they've done and they want to make sure that they do those things the very very same way Mm -hmm. nah i don't because i as a person born in 1993 who's had an opportunity of experiencing a certain duality in Mm -hmm. life where i've experienced Mm -hmm. the bad part Mm -hmm. of it and i've experienced the good part of it and like i have I have, like, both of those experiences are a part of me. Like, for instance, the reason why, like, I'm so comfortable sitting on the sofa while I was subtract, like, so drawn to this place is because there was a part of my life where I didn't have a bedroom when my mother was single. Mm -hmm. You feel what I'm saying? So it's like, this was my bed. This was Mm -hmm. my comfort space. This is where I was. Like, the living room was my my space. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I also understand the... The pluses of having, or the the pluses of having your own space, like in your room. Once my mom got married, and we was able to afford a space that, you know, where I can be by myself in my room and like put stuff on the wall and just mm-hmm. that third. You know what I'm saying? And actually pay attention to what these things look like. Right. I was able to experience both of those things. So it kind of like I have like my retention from both parts of you know of those experiences in life. So it's like as a modern, I guess I was as a modern man, the reason why I don't be giving a fuck about what a lot of people be saying, because like I've really learned early in life that everybody, a lot of people, don't know what the fuck they are doing. Right. So you're only telling me what you're doing based upon your experience in life. Now, there is no way that you can possibly give me really, really good instructions on what I need to do 
because a lot of times you don't know me, how I experience things, how I, what my experiences are, if I've already thought about what you are trying to tell me, you can only pass it along. Like right. I'll never. And so <clears throat> with that being said, I do listen to people who are much, much older, like my elders, those that experience, that experience of life, especially going through situations like, for example, just what having my daughter, mm-hmm. and, third, and all the, everybody telling me like all of these things, like I'm soaking it all in. But at the end of the day, it's like, I understand that it's going to be my decisions that's right. going to take me along the path that I need to go. So it's like, I'm not saying that I don't give a fuck about what you're talking about, but it's like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm it's gonna like take the it. take the meat and spit out the bone. Right, you know what I'm saying, and like, so yeah, like, you you take what is is good for you. You take what's beneficial and relative to your life. Um, but like you said, a lot of the time they're just passing, you know, different rhetoric along. And I, well, for some people, I'm like, um, my pastor is is very sound in wisdom. Mm-hmm. It's it's oh my god, I mean, nail on the head a lot of the time, right? And so I think there is you know, certain people who kind of get you mm-hmm. and can advise you well enough right. to where, you know, it'll work out for whatever you're going through at the moment. Um, but like you said, so majority of the time you just want to take the meat and spit out the bone, you know, because they're receiving or giving, giving you what they've received, the advice maybe that they'd have taken or maybe have not, um, but found it to be wise. Mm -hmm. And so I guess at a glimpse of what they perceive you to be going, uh, through, they just want to pass that along as well. Yeah, that's real. That's real. You know what I'm saying? Like, I definitely understand it. I definitely, definitely understand it because I do have people in my life as well that have that, that have, they're always that I look to to impart mm-hmm. that kind of wisdom. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's certain people that right. I, you know what I'm saying? If I really, 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 really needed the help of the wisdom, I can go. Mm-hmm. But a lot of y'all, <laughs> social media, you know what I'm saying? Y'all be on here, whatever, whatever. Just like I'm saying, this young lady is literally on social media telling the world that she wants a modern, modern man, man with, with traditional, traditional values. values. And I'm just try- and I'm trying to understand what exactly is she talking about? Does she want a man who can use a computer and understand <laughs> stocks? You feel- <laughs> like you want a nigga that can use a computer uh, and but still but allow can still go you outside to- and chop wood? Yeah, chop wood, and then uh-huh. if you want to, he'd be like, "Bay, quit your job, yeah. okay? I got us. Quit your job, okay? If I you got want us. to, all right. You dig what I'm saying? But you ain't gotta cook for real. <laughs> there you go, because that's, that's the modern part. That's the modern part. You're an independent, strong right. woman. You don't have to you keep this house do shit for real. Mm-mm. I got enough money for the maid to come in and do okay. it. Okay. We can get saying? takeout. But I can take care of you and we can get takeout all of the time. You know <sighs> what I'm saying? We can go to Fogo the Child. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? And just and just ball out for real. For real. And on your birthday, I got three Louis bags for you. <sighs> you feel what I'm saying? But... You know what I'm saying? Like Sis definitely should have did another video just explaining what, like, like her ideology around traditional and modern. Yeah, and I think what's like in the traditional. Did you deep part, dive? Did you do your homework? Oh, did, no. Are there other videos? You sure she didn't? Nah, nah. I, go I, I into didn't, detail. I, I ain't gonna lie. I ain't deep dive. I ain't okay. deep dive. I've seen a couple of you know the videos. You think what I'm saying? Because a lot of the content is just like eye candy content. Mm-hmm. You think what I'm saying? And it's like, but at the same time, it's 
when she was, you know, the reason why I followed her was because, like, oh, all right, we were talking about this, that, and the third, whatever, whatever, and, you know. Uh-uh. And Don't give me paraphrases. The oh, reason why you followed her is what? Because of the, the relationships, that the relationship okay. topics that she was talking about. Okay, okay. And so... On TikTok, she would be, you know, talking about these things like, you know, I don't mm-hmm. understand, like, why are we doing this and why are we doing that, whatever. Okay. So, have, was kind so of going back and is it also questions that you have for that you found? Her? Yeah, no, 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 not for her, but the topics that she was discussing. Did you find that it aligned with like some of the things that you're curious about too? No, oh. not at all, not at all. That's so, what granted I, the follow? The, what granted the follow is that I wanted, I wanted to take what she was saying oh, and really talk about it. it. Like, okay. you know what I'm saying? And the, if there was a time that she would ever be able to like live, go live on Instagram or something, we can kind of talk about okay. that video or whatever. That would be something that I would definitely talk about. And just like, baby, you're delusional. Ah, don't That's say really that. That's what I want to say. Maybe misinformed. Say misinformed. Isn't that Maybe? a level of delusion? No, um, because you, you don't know. You're no, because you don't know the facts. Oh well, misinformed means you've received it, but maybe not interpreted it we properly. Don't know the facts? Do we not know the facts <sighs> about? Can we say we don't know the facts about each other? Well, about we, men and women? we definitely don't. We don't know we, the facts. We definitely, definitely, we don't definitely don't. We we do not. Why is there so much misuse, um, just cycling through men and women? Because we don't understand each other. We don't. I don't think realize. That that's it. I oh my god! I, I believe it's, that it's it. We don't want to. What are and, and right? Why is that? I just think I just think we don't want to because pride. The pride of life is a is is a motherfucker, and let me tell you why. Because okay. we can get so caught up into ourselves in what we want that we even go to the level of delusion of I don't want to go by, talk to, or even be around people that's going to tell me about myself. That's true. I'm going to continue to be around the people and the things that uphold uphold the values that I want to uphold because this makes me feel good, quote unquote, happy. Mm. Everything that, and the one thing about life that we have to understand that everything that makes us happy isn't necessary, isn't right, Mm -hmm. and isn't good for you. So because of that, because we don't want to know this information, therefore we don't have it, so we don't know. We don't know each other's. Which is why I use the word delusion. Oh, Lord. Because <laughs> it's a choice, in a sense. Because at the end of the day, it's a choice. Some of matter. it is, but I honestly think that life has kind of molded people not to be sensitive to knowing that this is the portion that they need to discover. And especially if they want like long lasting relationships, like this is the way to go about and get it. Mm-hmm. I remember, you know, you said nobody is teaching us how to do this. You're right. Right. Um, and so because nobody's teaching it, but really we do have a teacher. We do. God, God has purposed now, all of us. Okay. God has can purposed I, all of us, can right? Can I say something about that? Go ahead. The reason why I know that she has a certain level of delusion uh-huh. and why she's looking for that modern man, like, for some reason, it just looks like she's looking for a, uh, I don't know, a, 
a Christian that can use technology really good. Like, I don't know. Like, what? when she say traditional values, like, I don't understand, like, what she mean by traditional values and a modern man. Like, you just want a man that can live in today's society and, what, be down for, like, women's rights and, you know, and uh, <laughs> and be down for the, what is it, be down for, uh, what is it, women's, women's rights, uh, our new age feminism. And this is that and the Jesus. third with traditional values because to be quite honest, if I have a, if I'm a if I have traditional values, Some I'm not really yeah. fucking with a lot of the f- the feminist tropes that we have. You know what I'm saying? Of course, I'm not. I'm j- I'm just it's a lot of the things, especially when it comes to using that certain level of f- feminism. You think I'm saying? I think it's just in a different way. Certain things that's happening in the world, like certain topics, I think that's happening to people. Then we sometimes we can use that feminism to justify women's behavior, or justify women's behavior against a man, or to even and even in today's behavior, some on my end, justifying men's behavior to a woman. You think I'm saying? And then certain because I'm a modern man, I'm going to treat a woman like this. You feel what I'm saying? Rather than treating her like this. So no, it's just like it's it's a lot going on there. A lot of the feminist claim is is to empower women mm-hmm. to, you know, walk in their fullest potential, right? Because before that trad- whatever it is that Okay, so as far as the feminist movement goes, I believe it's whatever the woman wants it to do. But in actuality, we need women to be able to reach their full potential for what God designed them to do, right? And so um, when it comes to the traditional mindset, this is women's attempt at grasping um, at equality, Mm-hmm. You know, so when we think about traditional men, we think of like the 19, what, 80s and forward. Okay. Okay. And so women were subservient to their husbands, subservient in society, um, you know, deemed second class citizens to second class citizens to a degree. And so this uh, modern age of men or women wanting men to be more modern is allowing women to do whatever the hell they want to do. Right. So that's what modern man means. Right. Literally. So, so empowering women or making space for women to mm-hmm. just kind of do what they want to do. But the fact of the matter is, is can you have both? Mm-hmm. Can you have both? Can you have what we talked about? Um, yes, I got us, bae, but you also don't have to do shit while, you know, you're at home or doing whatever um, because I got us. So what far into traditionalism do we go and how far into the modern ages do we go? Yeah, and that's what and that's why I, and that's why I was saying to us I was like I don't think she all the way understands okay what she wants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or, or even what, what, she's she, needs, about, what, she, what needs. she needs. What she needs because like, wants are after <clears throat> needs. You you need to realize what you need, sis. We and, all do, and men and women. And that's just the part of the conversation that never gets had. Mm. That part of the conversation never gets had about what do we need and to mm-hmm. understand that the things that we need isn't always what we want. Sometimes, mm-hmm. And sometimes that pisses us off. Absolutely. And we tend to, you know what I'm saying, and sometimes when it comes to that tr- as a modern man, mm-hmm. you want me as a man. <laughs> Mm-hmm. To allow you to want what you want when you want it. 
and just I have that's a problem it. with that word allow. You have a problem with that word allow? Yeah. And that's the problem. Oh, that's God. the that's the whole wait and a that minute. right oh, there my God. is the entire <laughs> oh, issue yeah. with having a traditional because a traditional man because a traditional man Okay, that's what let's let let's do this. Let's do it. Your classroom. Mm-hmm. What were okay? So, student gets up, mm-hmm. walks out of your classroom. Go use the restroom. Mm-hmm. Don't tell you anything. Mm-hmm. How do you respond? You weren't given permission to leave. So, in terms, he wasn't what granted granted permission to leave. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or, um, or okay, because we, we 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 are in a different setting, right? So we okay. encourage communication mm-hmm. before you go and do a thing. So it's it's not necessarily granting okay. or allowing; it's communicating first. Mm-hmm. That didn't happen, mm-hmm. right? So take granting, take allowing off the table. We want to. Why? Because that's, you said in my classroom, okay? Okay, go ahead. Okay, Okay, in your classroom. Go ahead. new and improved Mm -hmm. uh, place (laughs) of work, we um, exercise choice and giving students choice, right? Mm -hmm. But with choice, you want to proceed respectively and you want to proceed um, making good decisions, right? And so you want the student to stop and analyze and say, is going to the restroom right now a good decision or should I wait and receive all of the lesson and then communicate to my teacher that I need to go use the restroom? It sounds like you want... It sounds like you have modern students in a traditional <laughs> classroom. <laughs> like you are a traditional classroom. Because I am But you very, have to understand that you have modern very, students. Very, very, very. And these are modern students. And, and I'm very traditional. Yeah. Very traditional. But I'm learning um, because a lot of the tradition was born out of, like, misogyny. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Control. Mm-hmm. Right, and so Hence using the word to put some of those things down. As a traditional person, if we're going to take tradition, we're going to have to take all of it. Mm-hmm. Hence me using the word allow. Mm-hmm. Hence me using that word. Mm-hmm. Because as a traditional man. You the, allowed. As a traditional man. Okay. Who's head of the household? The pause, man pause. is the, okay. okay. All right. The okay. man. That's it. Oh. And there was a whole lot of sigh and everything after that. As a traditional, in the traditional household, man, daddy, father, number one. Right? So we, we understand that, right. right? But it doesn't mean mm-hmm. that the woman is of lesser value Absolutely or anything, not. right? Absolutely not. Or that the, the man gets the final say. Okay. I mean... That's exactly what that means. Uh, so the final say, meaning that w- you don't take into account what your partner has to offer. No, that's no, that's not that's not what final say means. Okay. Final say means. Final say means like. I have. I feel strongly about something. Mm-hmm. We're discussing a topic. I feel strongly about this topic, and I have my reasons. They're respected. We're just going to talk about ideal situation when it comes to final say. 
I feel strongly about Tyreek. For instance, I want to move for Ty. I yeah. could do, I could do Greek, mm-hmm. but I'm also down for chicken. Mm-hmm. You want Portuguese. You don't want chicken, mm-hmm. and Ty makes you. You the last Thai restaurant we went to, like we had a like bad experience. But you read you 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 want to go to let's say Mexican and whatever other type of restaurant. Mm-hmm. All right, okay. We're not. This is not like a. We're not going to make like a high level conversation here. This is talking about just us picking a place to eat. Okay. And so when I say final say, meaning like okay, it's, and I'm only using this <clears throat> in this regard of like how when we say traditional household, how these things go is like I have my three places, you have your three places. These things are like can you don't like my three places, I don't like your three places, or we have our and we have very good reasons as to why we don't like those three places and they're respected. Mm-hmm. All right. So you understand me and I understand you. Mm-hmm. But as far as making a final decision upon that, then that final decision still would be my responsibility to make. See, I don't see final say as a something like that's a power that I have over you. That's not a power in a sense to me. That's a responsibility because when it's all said and done, I have to lead my house. Or I have to make a final decision when it comes to she doesn't even like she has three places. I don't like it, but she just don't really know. Like she does. Uh, she just she's here or she has her own, you know, ideas about like what it is that's happening, what it is that's going on. But again, when it comes to final say, you allow that to happen. Mm hmm. Because there's trust, trust that you will take into account, you know, my qualms about whatever restaurant, my dislikes and all of that. That's a responsibility. You get the the dynamic. You feel what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. when I use the word allow, you feel what I'm saying? Let's not be prideful about the word allow. It's 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 a a pride (laughs) of life is a motherfucker. It's things a little bit. Exactly. It's, It's things a little bit because, you know, we have been, we have been, again, like you said, Coming out of tradition, anytime we are always like far left, mm-hmm. the immediate reaction, the immediate reaction for our society is to go far right mm-hmm. instead of understanding that we gotta meet in the middle. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? In order for us to understand, there's nothing wrong with tradition. There's nothing wrong with using words like allow. But understanding when if I use a word like allow, it doesn't mean that I'm ruling over oh, you. Yeah. It <laughs> means that I'm taking into account everything when it comes to. You, me, that you house, you've this, done that, the work the and you're trusted enough. I've done the work to be given that, and I, that's privilege. the only reason. That's the only way that I can even make that decision. That's mm-hmm. the only reason I can, I can. That's the only way that I can be in a position to be able to make a final decision, to be granted the opportunity to make those final decisions, or to be given the responsibility. So much is given, much, much is, is required. required yeah. Like you feel what I'm saying? So that's a big responsibility. That's not like something that I have the. You know, that I'm just going, like, I'm taking it from you, like, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, right, no, like, right, I'm not right. taking that from you because I believe, like, especially even in the truth. Especially not from a modern woman. You see? Yeah. Especially not from mm-hmm. a modern woman. You can't really take much of anything. Yeah. From <laughs> <her>. <laughs> not at all. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. <clears throat> and, you know, and that's the last thing that I, you know, that I would want to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, again, like, so I, when that young lady says she wants a modern man with a traditional mindset, is like, you have to all the way kind of understand, in a sense, what you, what she may be under, what she may not understand. What she wants is that you want to build 
new traditions. Absolutely. You want to build modern traditions. So now what that's going to take from that young lady is for her to do a whole lot of self-work so that she understands what it is that what it is that she's going to do within herself to build her tradition. So therefore, when she meets somebody, or when some, you know, or when she's able to link up with somebody, she already has her. She already has herself anchored in the values that she wants to display in a family. So therefore. You know what I'm saying? You're just looking for a waiting on, you know, that you're putting out that good energy and waiting on that attraction to be met with somebody who has those same new traditional values in a sense. Or you're building a new tradition in a sense of you understand that the old way wasn't it, wasn't it all the way. Right. The new way ain't it, it all the way. Absolutely. So we got to meet somewhere in the middle. And that's that just me putting a level. That's, yeah. I absolutely. Think, okay. Okay. I think so too. Absolutely, because you know, uh, I, I mean, yeah, I, I believe in you know, for instance, when I get married, mm-hmm. does my wife have to work? No, mm-hmm. you don't have to. It would be smart for you to. Do. <laughs> Why <laughs> would, smart? Because there's more money, there's mm-hmm. more more income coming into you know to, into the fold. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying to build. You know, whatever it is that we're trying and to so build. so this is immediately, not like after children or anything after, like that. I am more of a traditional side person when it comes to children. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm more of a traditional side when it comes to, like, my daughter was born at home. Okay. So we had a home birth. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to, you know, my wife, even my, you know, my child's mother, like, she didn't work. She don't work mm-hmm. because she's taking care of our child. Mm-hmm. And this is, like, within the first, like, year or two of her being here on Earth. Who better to be there than to be than for Any mommy? Mm-hmm. So I guess you want to, if you want to call that a, tra- a traditional thing that I feel mm-hmm. like that that's something that I've taken from, you know, my my parents in a sense or <laughs> something from taking from old when it comes to, like, a, a woman being a homemaker and this and the third and me just going out and making all the money and this and the third. I just think that that's easier I don't think that that's right. like a traditional thing. I just think that that's easier to I be. I think it's a wise choice. Yeah, I just think that that's an easier thing to do as far as like more financially. You know, is is it's, it's the daycare. It's the the whole the other whole hands exactly. being over your child and certain things happening. And so I think you know with that started out as maybe like the only choice. Mm-hmm. You know, given history. Um, and then it's exactly. just continuously being a wise decision that we kind of turned and made this, um, tradition that we no longer want to have a part of our culture. Right. Because of what though? Because of like society, because of stigma, the barefoot and pregnant thing. Mm-hmm. You know? mo- but I think that those things came, the barefoot and pregnant thing, I think is, uh, I think the barefoot and pregnant thing came as like a, we have those, what are those things called? Um, Traditions. The there you go. Those, so we, we developed those stigmas because of society. society. Mm-hmm. And so we developed those stigmas to push the actual norms that society wants us to go into. So mm-hmm. we talk about women that are barefoot and pregnant, the, the only people that are probably 
talking about women that are better for pregnant is are men that don't want children and women who don't want children are men who, you know, who look down on, you know, families, uh, this, that, and the third, who want to be out here about, you know, doing this, that, and the third, this, that, and the, you know, pimps, this, whatever, whatever. And obviously women who either don't have children, single women, and those individuals who are not in those positions who may want to be in their careers or want to do these other things and they just look down upon or they just don't want the life of having children and being with a man or they man ain't giving them children or ain't acting right. Mm -hmm. So sometimes we create those stigmas because we aren't in those positions. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? We have those. And so I think, you know, a lot of the stigmas and I think those are just like fucking, what's the word? Retain, I would say I'm, I'm trying not to use like these big ass words, but uh, those are just like we'll push uh, our audience right. a little further. Okay, <laughs> right. use them, use them, right. use them. All right, use yeah, them. please. Come on, please, let's no. go. All right, so uh, again, I like to use the word retention mm-hmm. because uh, when I learned that a retention, a cultural retention is the things that we have created within a culture that are from the environments that we had to endure in the past. Absolutely. So, for instance, like a cultural retention for us being in New Orleans is eating red beans on Mondays and eating gumbo. Chitlins. Or eating chitlins. That's a cultural retention Retention. for us. Absolutely. Simply because in New Orleans, the reason why we eat red beans on Mondays is because Monday, laundry day, like that's like the story, you right? You can cook so slow. They cook can cook, slow, all day, cook all day, whatever. whatever while you feed a whole lot of people right. with the rice, handle the household tasks handle. and stuff. Exactly. So yeah. that's one of the reasons why we still hold on to that retention or that tradition mm-hmm. of eating red beans on Mondays and mm-hmm. even eating gumbo. Right. Gumbo yeah. ain't nothing but Took a bunch of chopped right up bits and vegetables yeah. and whatever, whatever. Throw it into a stew. It can feed a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Didn't take much. It can cook all day. Right. We can work. You know what I'm saying? That's the reason why we eat those things because we can work. Have something cooking, warm to put on your stomach. To put on your yeah. stomach and, you know, yeah. just and keep right. pressing forward. Exactly. Yeah. And so I think that the barefoot and pregnant trope, you feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like all of those other stigmas that we, you know, that our black women don't want on them today as modern women, mm-hmm. I think those those are just things that were used just to push on the, to to push that feminine, you know, that feminist mindset, right. that independent woman mindset right. on y'all. Right, 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 and right. then what that in turn did, like, <clears throat> was devalue devalue motherhood motherhood and also devalue in a sense men yeah fatherhood yeah. you know what I'm saying and, yep and and, and and in a sense pushed away you know those like you say those responsible men mm-hmm. who are and who believes you know in of course valuing women in a sense like they're not disrespecting anybody but they have certain traditional things and values that they have that and they are very very responsible we like kind of cast a shadow on Over them while the, mm-hmm. simultaneously shining High, the light yes oh my god you know all of the bullshit yeah that, you know that we have in society mm-hmm. and so and i think that's one of those things like when it came to society and of course pushing that independent woman mindset obviously the country after a war needed people to work and mm-hmm. designed those rosie the riveter mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying that was right. like our, you right, know, right, that right, first right. sign of femininity, femininity and everything yeah and that was well just, powerful feminine femininity right you know yeah. what i'm saying and that wasn't nothing but we need y'all niggas to build airplanes okay and the All fact right. that the men are <clears> gone <throat> they're off right. to war we need y'all to come out the house exactly yeah you know yeah. what i'm saying and then and not to mention in our community 
when after the war you went back into the house, our people mm-hmm. came back home because they obviously, you know, you have all of those individuals, all of those men in war needed something to cope with mm-hmm. the being shell shocked, not having insurance, PTSD, not being in PTSD yeah. and that's the third. Yeah. Here come the here come the drugs. You feel right. what I'm saying? And and once that got into the house in our community, you know what I'm saying, like it just Erected. Right, erected. And it, and the reason why I would say even erected because we had the drug that we had the cheap synthetic drug in our neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the white people had, had to be the, mass produced. It had to reach as many people to make as much profit as possible. And the white people with all of the resources, yeah. obviously, had the pure. One thing that we have to understand. They had the pure stuff, but you got to understand that these people, even there is not enough drugs in the world that can destroy a community that has a 400-year head start. Man. Oh, yeah, that's true, too. You feel what I'm saying? Like, because we feel like, you know, white white people on drugs, too. They're on the same drugs that we on. Mm -hmm. All of us are on the same stuff. Mm -hmm. You feel what I'm saying? But... We got to understand that we're never going to see the destruction. We're never going to see the destruction of that community because they have a certain amount of people that are part of that community, you know, that are still benefiting from that 400-year head start of capitalism and, you know, of capitalism. Right. And all the things that we've done. So making their, like, drug experience a a little bit, like, easier to bear. Like, our, Mm -hmm. our... our woes are like uh, compiled. So you have the drug epidemic, housing, mm-hmm. um, the government, um, you know, just things black people were facing. All of that topped on, piled on top of like a drug habit versus other communities who maybe just had drugs and P- PTSD, you know, mm-hmm. and not having, but still having a comfortable place to go home, still having family, not having lynchings and, you know, all of these other things still happening to um, them and members of their family. Um, so it just continued to spiral. It hits a lot deeper for us when we're hit, not only because of the 400 year start, um, you know, but the things we experience is we experience as a community when we're hit. Oh my gosh! It hits much more mm-hmm. than any other population. Yeah, literally. Yeah, and I think that that's one thing that we don't understand. And I think you think if we if we did we do that? Hell yeah! <coughs> Absolutely. If we understood that, mm-hmm. if all if most of our women mm-hmm. understand what you understand about our society and about how we are in society and apply those things or those ideas or the at least the the base of uh, that understanding apply that understanding to developing relationships with one another oh my god whether we get in relationships or not and be married and have kids or not we protect each other more mm-hmm so, you know, it takes a lot more to, like, you know, there's a lot more things that we want from each other than, you know what I'm saying, just being able to understand that we have trauma, mm-hmm. that it's really we need to come together, and it's kind of like us versus them. Whether we fuck with each other on that level or not, whether you're gay or not, right, right, whether right, you're right, straight right. or not, it's you look like me. Exactly. And therefore, you have to understand that 
yes, some of us are going to be able to like cross that fence and mm-hmm. be on that other side. or have those, you know, have those ideologies of, you know, being, you know, of white is right. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, just because they allow you to cross over that fence, you still have to understand that there's 400 years of, you know what I'm saying? 400 like years, my nigga. Yeah. 400 years and you're not going to be alive for 100 of them probably. Right. And we're multiplying that by four. Mm-hmm. Not to mention the several years after, mm-hmm. the 100 years after that, you know what I'm saying, that, we, you know, that we've been dealing with. Not to mention now that, you know, inflation has occurred Ooh. even today. Jeez. You know what I'm saying? Like how much money we spend, how much, you know, how much, you know, how many resources and everything that, you know, we lack in certain areas and this, that, and the thing. How we're still kind of perpetuating that cycle. Man, but oh my you God. know, so many <coughs> of the damning things um, to our community, we still find ourselves knee, knee deep in. Jesus. Um, so, <laughs> sorry, y'all. I don't know, she don't want to talk in the mic. Sorry, I don't know what it is. She don't want to talk in the mic. I don't know. Go ahead. I don't know what it is. But, um, so, yeah, so just, just talking about all of that, like, I'm thinking about uh, this whole young thug and the God. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Man. Gang culture, uh, drug culture, and <sighs> just the many things that we've experienced as a community throughout time. And I'm just Man. like, when are we going to pivot from that? I don't think we ever will. Yikes. And this here's the reason why. Because white America hasn't. Mm-hmm. White America, they have gang culture. They just celebrate that gang culture more than we do. Mm-hmm. So you talking culture, about fraternities and sororities? Or? Nah, I'm talking about gangs. Okay. Motorcycle gangs. Oh, right. Like, those are legit gangs. Mm-hmm. The KKK is a gang. Mm-hmm. Like, Hell's Angels, that's a gang. That is a white motorcycle gang with hundreds of thousands of members. They kill people. They have plenty of actual gangs that have all white members that have the shadow casted upon them mm-hmm. and the light shined upon ours. And so because we have the light shined upon right. ours, does not mean that we cannot see them mm-hmm. doing what they are doing. Mm-hmm. It's just ours is in the forefront. Ours is in the forefront. But at the same time, trying to survive in a society that you didn't create. It's difficult. You don't understand it's difficult. it. What Much do we like do relationships. As Much like relationships. What do we do as children? Figure things out. No. What? What do we do as children? Who do we watch? Oh, TV. What the rappers? What perfect? Oh, no, like we watch TV. We mm-hmm. watch what's being shown to us. Mm-hmm. So as children or as people, we watch either we watch TV or we watch our parents. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? And so I feel like when it comes to try or learning how to survive or learning how to thrive in this country, like mm-hmm. we had to watch somebody. Right. We had to develop these things from somebody. Our rappers and everything. When we ask them who their inspiration is, their inspirations are highly black. As far as like the gang culture, like the gang culture that we've, uh, the gang culture that we've adopted, mm-hmm. they didn't, we didn't get that from black people. 
We got that from Al Capone. We got that from Al Pacino. You feel what I'm saying? We got that from Godfather. We got that from Scarface. You know what I'm saying? We got that from, you know, all of the, you know, uh, what's, what's your what's your boy name? It's the Al Capone and what's the other one from uh, the Narcos? Um, the big time drug lord from uh, the uh, Hispanic one? It's not. Um, El Chapo? El Chapo. Exactly. We have so many of our people, you feel what I'm saying? Because obviously being put into the environment of having to sell drugs mm-hmm. to survive. We need an example of how to survive when selling drugs. Mm-hmm. We look at the movies, we look at TV, we look at this, we look at that. Go out and play <laughs> and play Grand Theft Auto with our lives, mm-hmm. you know, and just on the simplest level. But obviously, mm-hmm. there's way more that goes into it than that. But a lot of the things, a lot of our bad habits, we got from them. Right. We we learned. We learned. Like, this This is learned behavior. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you can't read, you can't write, how am I going to learn? By watching. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? so true. You know, it's very, very simple. Like, mm-hmm. if you can't read, you can't write. Yeah. I'm learning, though. I'm a, I'm a human that's being. I got to learn. That's a learning style, yeah. That's a learning style. I learn mm-hmm. by watching. I learn by doing. I learn mm-hmm. by mimicking. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? so true. And so, like, we, and so, looking for answers on how to survive. We look to those people because we can't do the, we can't pick up the good habits because we don't know those things. We haven't been exposed to those things and we don't have the resources to do those things to even understand that that's what we need to do. The only thing we're doing is surviving, survive fast. Right. And then, and this is the tools that we had to survive. I think a quickly. lot of that is because it's, it's not, it's not really showcased. That's why, you know, movies and things and TV shows like The Good Times and all of those black family, positive black family mm-hmm. dynamics like still hold so true to us yeah. and, and have a special place in us because you get to see that there's a different side, that there's a whole Absolutely. other side. That's the one of the reasons, to just to be quite honest, one of the reasons why I took the path that I took as far as going to an HBCU and getting my education mm-hmm. to do what I wanted to do, which led me to be a teacher, was watching The Cosby Show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I was like, damn, Heathcliff got the, the fine wife. <laughs> right. She a lawyer. He got the doctor's office. He delivering nice babies. House. Nice house. The five kids. Mm-hmm. I want his life. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to be Heathcliff. I'll wear them sweaters. I'll wear the fuck <laughs> out them sweaters. Nice. They are You feel nice. what I'm saying? Give me a little brownstone. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Got to be a nice kitchen. Got to be too big. Everybody coming to the crib. The family coming. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know what I'm saying, because he's the matriarch and she's the patriarch of the family. Everyone's coming to them when they have the issues and the problems. You know, like mm-hmm. you feel what I'm saying. So it's like <clears throat> you want to set new traditions in a modern way. I guess you know what I'm saying. <laughs> that would be something that that's a tradition that I you know feel like I would want to want to uphold. But is that even possible? In the modern society that we have today, given that we have things like COVID and then we have we have things like, you know, social media and all the things like everyone is always so busy. Sometimes people just want to stay at home. Like I even try to do a little thing at my house for Thanksgiving and only four people showed up. Invited my whole family. That's right. Mm-hmm. I probably didn't write, invite the right people. I, I will invite better people next time. <laughs> Not even better, but you know, nah. you know, you know the ones that'll come through. Um, but That's open true. invitation, nonetheless. Maybe next mm-hmm. time. Just don't give up. Um, thank you. Somebody almost. told me that to not give up, and I'm just like, 
I don't think I want to do it no more. They hurt my feelings a little bit, but no, I'm do over it again. It. Do it again. Do it again. You you just you just never know. You're right. You know, people kind of were confined to the house. It was cold. So was it, it cold no. during Thanksgiving? Not at all. Okay, so maybe it I don't know. Not. I don't know what the people were doing. <laughs> Me neither. But, but it's um, cold. you know, it's cool. You have plenty of places to right. go to for Thanksgiving. <laughs> Everybody's just trying to stop by and hit all of them. But anyways, mm-hmm. don't give up. So, um, is it possible? I think it is because what we're doing is with this whole modern thing, it's just adapting to the time. Yeah. Right. So there are, like I was saying, um, I'm a traditional educator, right? Mm-hmm. Um, with my very modern students. But there are some things where I see that I could I could put down. There are some traditions I could put down. They were rooted in, like I said, control mm-hmm. or, you know, these other things that really aren't beneficial, that don't breed the type of people that, you know, I want to see moving forward. Mm-hmm. And so I, in relationships, I think we can. I think we can do that. Yeah. But let's not be fooled completely because essentially you're you're not going to be able to have – all of everything. You're not. And I think as a modern person mm-hmm. or uh, that young lady as a modern woman, I don't think she understands that. Oh. If you want a modern man with traditional values, you want it all. <laughs> like, that's it. Like, that just seems like, you know, it seems like you want it all. You want this man to be able to go out and work. Mm-hmm. You be at home. You got a nanny and a chef. Mm-mm, that's that's just lazy. And he come home and not good money management. And give you orgasms. Yeah. And take you on trips. Have and you buy on orgasms things. and trips? And you know, and whenever you're hungry, he's gonna feed you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you can ask him for something, and you never okay never have to. So pick look, anymore. I'm very biased. Mm-hmm. I'm very biased as one of the women who is not culinary uh, inclined. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And so, yes, feed me and cook me things because I cannot. No, I'm not going to lie. See, that's kind of fucked up. It's not fucked up because I understand. Because the thing about it is I'm a man that likes to cook. Uh I like to cook. I don't mind cooking. Mm. Like I don't mind cooking at all. Mm. But how am I going to cook and take you off your feet? So here's the thing. Um... I don't know about the other women, but I, I'm willing, I I want like a place where we just work together. Absolutely. Like what my strengths are, let's do that. What your strengths are, let's do that. And so I'll bust down the kitchen. I like washing dishes. Hell, I wash dishes and drop little essential oils so it'll smell the house. That's the, that's, okay? that's, that's so it right there. So I'll bust down the kitchen. You cook us up a meal, I'll wash dishes. Okay. Amen. All right, so let's let's play to each other's strengths. I was on Facebook, and one of my um, elementary school classmates was like, "How y'all feel about uh, gender roles?" And so I was just like, "No, I'm okay with putting them down because I'm the baby of seven, like I said." And so my sisters were cooking, my sisters were washing our clothes, and the little ones like me just had to clean up. 
So that's where my strength is. It's not that I'm not trying, but hell, I've lived quite a long life with other people cooking for me. Mm-hmm. And so it's just taking a little time to uh, master those to, skills. To, let, to master your, your culinary arts. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. It's cool. Not all of us yeah. are, are blessed with the, to, the hands of being man. from New Orleans. Oh, my God. So it's like, it's just like, we just got like. Down here, we just got like a magic. No, touch you you with got it in your hands, in, in your hands, elbows, and in your feet. I could just look in at your it. Be gut, like, okay. You know what I'm saying? You it's cook like from all, from the hip. You cook with feeling. Yeah, that's it. And I ain't really. I'm still using measuring spoons. Okay. For real? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Okay. I'm still right, measuring I, rice out here, y'all. But it's okay. No, I don't it, measure rice no more. But it, I use a rice cooker. <laughs> I don't measure rice no more, but I definitely use a rice cooker. Well, I have cooked my rice on the stove before, mm-hmm. but I. I mean, I cook quinoa on the stove. Like, I don't use okay. quinoa in the rice cooker. So, I cook that, you know, naturally on the stove. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't use measuring unless I'm baking. Uh-huh. I only use measuring cups if, I, if I'm baking something. I'm trying to see the last time. I, I, I used a measuring cup to make, like, some grits. Grits? Yeah, but that was, like, it. Just because that was my first, it was like my first time in a long time cooking them myself. Okay. Because as a modern man, I am all for getting up and going around the corner to the store and getting me a plate. You feel <laughs> what I'm saying? And just Especially coming back here home in New night. Orleans. Right. Exactly. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? As a modern man, you know, with traditional values. If you want a super nigga, you know what I'm saying? I'm probably about as close as you're going to get. All right. Let me stop playing. Well, but, no, nah. but you're off the market, so. Yeah, absolutely. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's like, nah. I'm Gucci. Y'all mm-hmm. got it rough out you. Yeah. Y'all have it rough out you. Like, I'm just. That's true. Oh, uh, praises to the Heavenly Father. Bless, Man. Bless the oh my peoples gosh. out you. That's okay, ladies. Bless Don't give up ladies. hope. He's going to be imported. Okay. <laughs> He's going to come from somewhere else. <laughs> bless that's the single right. ladies. And see, that's not fair. What? He ain't going to come from somewhere else. Mm, got He's going to come from right here. No. On the soil. On the soil. Born and raised. You feel what I'm saying? Simply because if you, as a woman, if mm-hmm. women feel as though that they are in the mindset that they can be developed and enhanced over the years, then obviously a man can be developed and a man can enhance over the years. Now, I think that those, the male development and the female development, I think that what's, mm, there's a, a clash going on right now. There are a lot of men who are out there who I think who have developed like they're not as far as modern men there are probably a lot of modern men out out there that believe in you know the relationship and this is then the third and they want to be leaders and they want to do this and they want to do that but the growth of the feminism and the growth of the modern woman doesn't cause for a man to do that all of the time I don't think that's true I do um because it's essentially um, that that works out for that type of man works in the best interest of the woman, mm-hmm. right? And so, who besides maybe something entrepreneurial like at the house or whatever? I, not even at the house. Excuse me, ladies. I'm sorry. Um, but who wants to work? You know, or who wants? Who doesn't want to cater and nurture? 
um, you know, their relationship, what woman doesn't, doesn't want those things. And sorry if it's a blanket statement, but I think, um, instinctively, like as far as our nature, like that is a part of our nature. Mm -hmm. And so a man like that will speak to that. That's the nature of the woman. And so, um, we would happily to me embrace something like that. Come on, give it to me. I've had experiences in the past where I've had hard arguments about walking a young lady to the car. I've had experiences in the past, not like now, mind you, like the relationship that I'm in, I've just, I've, we we just decided to, you know, to to do this. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And and so, like earlier, you know, this year, I, you know, was not in a relationship but you know in a situation you know with an with a with another individual mm-hmm. and <clears throat> yeah like even with that individual when it comes to being a leader or wanting to or communicating mm-hmm. it was tough okay it was very very tough being For example, a person it was very, very tough being a person who can communicate mm-hmm. and who's who can set the table for a level of communication, but the person whom you're trying to communicate with doesn't know how or they haven't been challenged in a sense ever to communicate or to drop their guard and actually communicate on you know on the level that's needed. And when you're aware of something like that or somebody mm-hmm. like that, there it takes another like level of like knowledge, maturity for you to pivot through that and still be able to reach a person so where they're received from you. Mm-hmm. Um, so even that is a skill, you know? And so I think your experience was could could you know, be with women who maybe just didn't have that experience, didn't know that Absolutely. it is okay. Well, when a man is talking like this, because, okay, we, we know there are a lot of things that will cause a woman not to just be good communicators, right? Or to know that you're in the presence of one or to know that that is something to value, right? And so, hey, I hate to put, you know, the responsibility on the man even further, but even to that type of woman, there takes, there needs to be a level of skill to even be able to communicate with her. I'm so glad you said that. I'm so happy you said that. (sighs) Fellas, I just want to tell y'all something. I need y'all to hear me out. I don't know if y'all gonna call me a simp or a bitch ass nigga or or whatever, but I don't care. Fuck you, and I got hands. Oh. Um, <clears throat> fellas, being in these relationships and the development and the success of being in a six, the development of relationship and the success of a relationship, to me, in my opinion, mm-hmm. falls. Eighty percent on your shoulders. As a man, I 
I wholeheartedly believe that. It falls on your shoulders 80% of the time. Tell us why. It falls on my shoulders 80% of the time as a man because if I'm expecting to be the leader, Mm -hmm. if I'm expecting to want a good woman, Mm -hmm. then I have to understand that a good woman possibly has a good father, a good father figure in her life. Mm-hmm. So if that good woman possibly has a good father figure in her life, then I have to understand that in order for that woman to allow me to lead her mm-hmm. and break away from that nest of the protection of a man who has been obliged, I was about to say obligated, a man that has been obliged to protect her and love her since the day that she got here. Mm-hmm. It's going to take a lot for me to be able to take a lot of wisdom, take a lot of time, take a lot of patience, gonna take a lot of a lot of a lot of things mm-hmm. in order for me to be able to be granted the opportunity for that woman to allow me to lead her mm-hmm. and to be vulnerable enough. And you're saying these are the ones with fathers. These are the ones with fathers. Yeah. Most of them. Okay. Some of them. Good right. fathers, I'll say. Right. Like present fathers, right. good fathers, present fathers. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got daddy. So think of the ones without. With, absolutely. Again. Without. Yes. And this is, and again, this is, and this is why, like, it's just such a, just think of the men without. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Think Ooh, of the men right. without. You feel what I'm saying? Think, like, we, a lot of times we don't think about that either. It's like, I we, don't. Gr- we don't. And I think we that's don't think unfair. About, we don't think about the, the how lack. How a man of, we, right. we just, we criticize That a man. Men might have gone through because I've we, we still just expect you guys to have it to and know, know it. The privilege of a woman, which is why I said 80% of the time is going to fall on you because that's just your natural. Mm-hmm. That's what you're going to think naturally. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. That's what you, that's what you're like. You're like, you're expecting us even like, even in a sexual relationship, man, woman having first, first time having sex mm-hmm. as a woman, you're expecting, expecting the you man to know. To know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we don't. You see what I'm saying? A lot of times we don't. A lot of times we don't know. A lot of times we don't know how. And so where do we look to try to find out? We look out. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? We look out. Oh, we look Lord, out to, to the TV. Look out to all kinds of sources of things. Jeez, you know what I'm saying? And please. so it's like you're subject to have a man who has values that he don't even know that he have mm-hmm. because he's just ingested a whole bunch from everywhere else and hasn't had anybody to guide him on, okay, like you said, like, take the meat, spit out the bone. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of good information that you're getting, but there's also a lot of bad information that you're going to get. Mm-hmm. Learn how to decipher through those things based upon what it is that you want to do in life, based upon, let's say, the greater good mm-hmm. of life, being a good person. Let's say for me, being a good person, being a follower of Christ. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? If the information that you're getting is going to take you away from being a follower of Christ, that's going to take you further away from God and being close to God. And obviously, that's going to be the bones that I'm going to be spitting out. out. Yeah. A lot of people don't understand. You feel what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. the ideal that they have is survive. Mm-hmm. I got to eat. I got to, you know what I'm saying? It's not right. being a follower of Christ, right. but I've just got to survive. Right. And that comes with a whole lot of, you know what I'm saying? Like, the bones for them are different than the bones for me. It is. And, and which is another part of the reason why... Um, our functionality is so distorted. Our viewpoints are so distorted. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it. I don't. I don't mind taking it there, but I always see the connection with 
there being an absence and for the reverence of God and relationship of God. Yeah. And how it influences so many things um, as far as how we relate to each other, just human beings or romantically. Um, and so it's, it's unfortunate because when we think of what, what we need, um, we have to think about our purpose, why we exist, who we are, right? But then going further ahead of that is um, God and who God created us to be and what he created us to do, right? And so when we try to make that connection first, I don't know. To me, it just kind of helps. God helps us build kinda relationships. kind of seems like we can't build those relationships without God. Right. Don't it seem like that, y'all? That's what I'm trying to say. Don't it seem like that? We can't really build those relationships with one another if we don't have a spiritual foundation because that spiritual foundation is actually going to be the thing that causes me to respect this individual. That that spiritual foundation is going to be the thing that's really going to tell me how to love this woman as a man. Absolutely. That foundation is going to be able to build the type of love that going and how to keep because you build it first with god man you learn it first with god right because you're not always gonna be in a season of like blessing and getting and all of that and so how do you still press forward how do you still love god when you're not getting what you want yeah like even and then for me like how do you and for me it's like I'm, I base a whole lot of that, you know, just off of my performance. I, mean, I do that for a living. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I, perf- I have to perform in whatever shape or form. Like as far as performing as a teacher, you know what I'm saying? Like uh, obtaining certain test scores, like making sure that my kids are around environments, this and the third, being on time, this and the third. As a musician, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And performing well, sounding good, stage presence, this and the third. It's like I look at my performance. It's like, okay, when you're not performing well, Mm-hmm. Say, like when you're not in a season of blessings or receiver, uh, mm-hmm. in a season of receiving things, like for me, that uh, is most palatable when I say when you change that to performing. Mm-hmm. Even like when you're not performing well or when things aren't going right for you, you how still, do you still love it? How do you still love it? How do you still do it? Maintain you, it. Exactly. You know yeah. what I'm saying? How do you still love it? Maintain it. And it's like you have to have like a source. You have to have a why. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to have a why a and like a purpose and like. For people who have good relationships, I'm going to be honest with you, God is a source. God is their purpose. God is their why. Like, a lot of people don't And he's underst- also giving you your why, right? So when you understand why you're in a relationship with whomever you're in a relationship in, mm-hmm. with, right? Um, even in the bad times, when you think back and you dwell on your why, it should soften your heart a little bit. All right, mm-hmm. it should soften it to well enough. Like, yeah, this time might be ugly between us, but I know like the purpose of why I'm with this person. I know what we're here to do, and it kind of settles you, right? It encourages you to work through whatever difficulty it may be, um, and 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 being okay with okay, yeah, this is not a good time for us, but we're gonna see it through. Right, exactly, and so that's like you know that's easier said than done. Easy. But. Of course, easier said than that. But that's the whole journey of life, though. Everything is easier said 
everything. Everything is easier said. Like easier said, I'm gonna go into the NBA in five years and I'm gonna score 100 points. That shit was easy to say. <laughs> that shit was hella easy to say. I did all of that in one breath. Right. <laughs> it ain't gonna take me one breath to go to the NBA. You know what I'm saying? Like so, it's yeah. Like so, obviously, you know, it's always easier said than done. And so we have to learn how to accept that. Mm. We gotta accept that all the way. Mm. We haven't accepted that. Mm. Like our, our millennials, modern right. men, modern women and men. You know what I'm saying? And Things it, come it, very, yeah. very easy to us. You know what I'm saying? Like our food comes easy to us. Like again, that's just the oh, the, the trope, the microwave trope, microwave Jesus. society that we have. You know what I'm saying? Us, like, help us to go back to traditionally growing foods, man. Um, you know what I'm we want everything fast. We Ooh. want everything fast. We want it quick. And I think that, you know, that's just one of the things that in life, we just, that quality doesn't come like that. It reminds me Good things me don't come quick like that. That's crazy. That movie. Like, when I think Why? about, when I think that's about um, the instant gratification uh-huh. of, like, the clickbaitish um, generation that we're in. Well, not clickbaitish, but just things being at the mm-hmm. tip of your finger at all times. It reminds me of that movie. I think, not iRobot, but it was one of those movies where um, it was cartoon. What's a little Wally? Wally. I think okay. it was Wally. Okay. Where they had all of the citizens um, in this virtual world, and they were fat as I don't know what. And sitting in these um, like floating chairs and just ordering food, the TV screen. So there was a screen for food, mm-hmm. screen for TV, screen for this, screen for that. And they was just big and fat, just doing all of this the entire time. That's all they was doing. Okay. And um, we we have to kind of work ourselves away from that. Um, and so merging, I think, some of the traditional things um, and limiting distractions, putting down the phones, like technology is good. Um, all of these progressive things are good, but it's also detrimental when like abused or misused or used excessively. It's detrimental to like our purpose and like who we are as human beings. That was my point. No, I was, <laughs> I was letting you go. You was, you was, you was giving us some gems, mama. That's all. I was just letting you, letting you, letting you do your thing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, so, um, being a traditional man. What was your original question? The original. The I was about to go back to okay, the great. the original. Just the original thing that we talked about was, you know, is it possible to be? a traditional man or a traditional, I mean, a modern man or a modern woman and have traditional values. You know what I'm saying? Like, Your is that even possible? Is what? Final answer is Hell no. My final answer when I first, when I <laughs> We did all this talking. We did all this. Fuck no, you we can't have it. Talking. You can't have it. Mama. Yes, you can. Boo, you can't yes, have you it. Can. No, you can. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. We just, said we just that we talked just, about we it. We talked about building new traditions. We didn't talk about being a modern person with traditional values because you just said that there are things so about your tradition. Some, some, okay. We some of the traditions the you want to take and spitting out the bone. That's what we said. Some, so we just said some, but I thought that's what we, I thought that's what we said was building a new tradition was not necessarily being a modern person with traditional values, but what build, I want to okay, do is okay, build a new build tradition. A new, okay. All right. That's what we I'm, settled there. there all right, okay, that's, that's what, what I thought we settled there. All right. 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 You can't do it. I'm sorry. Okay. You can't do it. You can't have your cake and eat it too, mom. I'm sorry. Okay. You can't have a man. Even that though that's the way God designed it for you to have cake and also eat it. 
No, you did not. Like, literally, physically, you have cake. If I were to sit a cake right here before you, you would eat it too, right? Okay, sorry. If I eat it, then I don't have cake no more. <clears throat> so you would preserve the cake? If I have cake, uh-huh. I can't eat it. If I eat the cake, then I don't have cake anymore. That's so there are some, so my point is is that if I want to enjoy certain things, mm-hmm. then there are certain things that I'm going to have to be without at certain points in time. Mm-hmm. I can't enjoy the allure, the allure or the feeling of having the cake here in front of me. I can if you see eat it, it, I can taste it, I can, I can smell it. It's beautiful. I mm-hmm. have it right here in my hands. But I'm hungry. This cake look good. Mm-hmm. I can't be full of cake and still have the same cake that I was going to be eating. Mm-hmm. Like, that's impossible. Okay. So it's like there's a give and take, a duality, a yin and yang mm-hmm. to everything that it is that we're doing. Like, I'm sorry. Like, there's not too many niggas out here that's going to go outside and chop wood. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? But then have your whole house decked out in, like, the finest of, like, Louis Vuitton and technology or whatever. And mm-hmm. he can also change your oil by himself. Mm-hmm. You dig what I'm saying? But also, you know, reconfigure your computer. <laughs> you dig what I'm saying? And like Right. So we can't you know have, can't like can't have you can't have you can't have both things. Mm-hmm. You have to choose one. You gotta, you know, you gotta choose something. Choose that and develop <clears throat> that. Develop where you are. Period. Develop where you are, develop where what's around you. That's one thing I can say that I learned this year. Mm-hmm. In two thousand twenty two, I learned that what I have in front of me, my cards that I have, I have to play those. Right. But play those at the best of my abilities. Absolutely. Like, don't just play them just because that's what, okay, well, I ain't working with too much, so I'm just going to do this. And I'm just, nah, my just nigga. Just don't squander it. Keep the vision. Keep right. the plan. Because, obviously, you working with this little, you feel what I'm saying? Like, me having this mastermind move or me having this really, really good, good move with the little that I have could set me up. Right. But when I get big, I can, sus- I can sustain it. Mm. I can keep big. Mm. You I can keep going big. I can build more. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes we don't understand that. You know, what one thing that I didn't understand is that you know there are certain things that we have to change about ourselves in order for us to get better. And those certain things that we have to change about ourselves, either letting go of or or uh, or reminding ourselves of. That we have to, you know, like you say, let go or just change ideals of, you know what I'm saying, or add certain things on. Like, I want to get bigger, but it's like I can't continue to get bigger if I'm still holding on to something that's continuously taking my time away from my studies. You know what I'm saying? I can't continue to uh, not, I can't continue to give up when I'm at a certain level of fatigue. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I can't Mm -hmm. continue to. You know what I'm saying? It's certain things that I have to change about myself on the inside in order for me to get from A to B. Mm-hmm. We can always want B. We can be at A and always want to get B and want C and want D. Mm-hmm. But it's like you have to do some things to yourself Absolutely. in order to change yourself to get there. So I want, <laughs> and so if I have A and I have a little, I got to work with what I have. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And not like look at other people who got more than me. You know, I look at other situations that, you know, I, that I could be in. I was like, man, if I just was to do this. Like those are all good thoughts, but there ain't no action. So it's like, if you ain't putting no action into it, then it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't really going to get too much of nothing. So. So, 
in in getting what we need mm-hmm. okay we have to i think is it i think you said no never mind it's yeah it's the same thing the spit out the technique yeah. spit out the bone all right um so i was going to say Yes, we could have it, but it was to all of those things that we discussed. Mm-hmm. But um, I see what you're saying. Okay, so no, we can't have the modern man with a traditional mindset, but we can have new traditions. Yes, we can have new traditions. And um, I think I think that's a beautiful spot to land and a beautiful place to work from. Um, we... As we go through things, we, um, you know, navigate them to the best of our ability. We develop things for the time. We develop things um, that would help us, you know, just, I guess, see this thing to, I guess, its greatest end, right? Mm-hmm. And so for for people who are coming up behind us and in this degree of like relationships so when you start to procreate and have children um you want things to be a little bit better for them and so in that you know you give them all that you have you um give these you create these things you give these spaces all that you have in hopes that that will prepare them to take what you have left behind and in this situation, like we've agreed to put, take up some of, you know, those good teachings, but also recreate it and mold it into something that fits um, where they are now. And where we are now as a people, I think, is, is really appropriate to find new things and engraft things like mental wellness, financial stability, um, financial uh, consciousness um, and all of those things that were kind of like on the back burner-ish or a lot of things that we didn't have the opportunity to like grab a hold of back then or mm-hmm. respons- r- resources that weren't given to us um, and start to create I think it's even deeper this than new that. person. I mean, this new relationship deeper than what? I think it's even deeper than the things us receiving the things that we didn't have. Mm-hmm. I think it's deeper than, I think it's, again, like using that word retention again, mm-hmm. I think it's to the point of there's a fear mm-hmm. to do so. There's a fear to do so, meaning there's a fear pro- prohibiting us from doing so, or mm-hmm. there's a fear to do so, like urging us that we have to do this thing. There's a fear within ourselves that's prohibiting us to do those things that we are saying, like build new traditions and, you know, again, financial literacy and this and they're like, uh, I think oh, a lot of the times there is a fear for a lot of us. It's happening is is as the years are uh, coming about, like it's happening. But the one thing that when having a 400 year head start of something, it's like <clears throat> you have the power to, change things like let's say a person who's been playing basketball NBA basketball for 10 years versus you know a person who's been playing who only has like let's say college I'm just comparing the two Mm -hmm. there are certain things that an NBA player of 12 years would understand how to do or understand in the game that a 
a young rookie, yeah, a rookie somebody would, just starting out. right? Somebody who's just starting out, mm-hmm. and so especially when you have the privilege of creating the you know creating the game that you're playing, mm-hmm. and so um, I think that there's a fear because we have had moments in history where we've done these things, especially financially. You feel what I'm saying? But they have been met with extreme violence. Oh, oh my God. You feel what I'm saying? They've been, you know, great obstacles, extreme violence, and we have yet to have, since those violent things, we have yet to develop something on that scale. It's like, sometimes I feel like it's gotten to the point to where we have to play their game how they want us to play. And how they want us to play the game is not going to cause for us to be successful because you can change the rules whenever you want us to play the game how you want us to play it. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it's a, it's a, you know what I'm saying, if if we continue to play the game. So, um, I yeah. recently ran across this interview, right? And they were like, um, black people, there, there is nothing withholding us now, like there was, you know, in our former years. Mm-hmm. There's nothing withholding us now from not access, accessing the same privileges, resources, and rights as other races mm-hmm. think about people who come into our neighborhoods and make you know millions off of our backs by putting these stores these whatever in our communities right because we're high consumers they take off right and so there is nothing you know with our within our society today that is withholding black people black people from taking um those same advantages and in a sense but- i believe it but because of this fear component, because of what, oh, and, and I never really it, understood like mm-hmm. how crippling fear was mm. until like I had to deal with it myself, and, it, and, and, that's and how, still that is how <laughs> I again like me dealing with it myself and like me just trying to be an introspective person, mm-hmm. you know. To, within myself always again doing my self reflection. That is how I that is how I was able to understand procrastination and how I'm able to develop or how I'm in the process of developing my systems to overcome procrastination by calling it fear. Okay. And I'ma call the procrastination fear simply because like if I if I know what I need to do, there's nothing stopping me from doing it. Mm-hmm. There's nothing. There's nothing. You know, I have the good idea. I have all the tools. I got all the information. I'm just here. Mm-hmm. I'm just stuck thinking about it. Mm-hmm. What's stopping me from doing it? Well, there's a certain level of responsibility that you're going to have. Certain level of scrutiny that you're going to undergo, and there's a certain level of of just vulnerability that you're going to have to display in order for you to actually get to the next level. And And the possibility of failure and the fear. The possibility of failure. The feeling of like, feeling feeling like you're a failure. The feeling of failure causes us to fear Mm -hmm. success. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I was one of those people. I Mm -hmm. feared it. Mm -hmm. Even when it came to like me being a musician, Mm -hmm. like the fear of success is a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Because especially like when it comes to music, once you get it, you gotta keep producing, 
keep it going, keep keep doing. There's mm-hmm. a lot of eyes on you. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Like there's a lot of work that needs to be done mm-hmm. in order for you to maintain that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, do I really want to be successful? You know, and like sometimes like people ask themselves like, do I really want to go all the way there? Do I really mm-hmm. want all of these eyes? Do I really want to do all of the work? Mm-hmm. Do you really really want to like? You know what I'm saying? Like you can have all the capabilities and all of the right. potential and talent in the world. But if you don't really, really want to, you know what I'm saying? If you I let the fear to really cripple you on that in, a, in that aspect, it's like, well, it, it, it does that. You know it, what I'm saying? Which is why I was saying there's a fear for uh, there's a fear that we have across the board to when it comes to like building those financial, just that like and building those new uh, traditions. Traditions. I think that there could be a, a certain level of fear that we would have to build those new traditions. I I think a lot of us are like willing, but I think we we need. I'm gonna what? say we, we need more more what? people on the bandwagon of creating these new things. Do we? I think we do. That's that's how change is implemented. When okay. uh, when enough people believe a thing and start right. operating in a way yeah. that's counter to what they're used to doing, uh-huh. then change is implemented. Okay, I'll change can come okay. forth. Right. And so to me, and, and and I could be maybe oblivious to what's really going on in the world, but um, I think we have people who are willing to do so. We just don't have enough people on the bandwagon, enough people who feel like it's important for us to start moving away from, um, you know. And on top of that, I don't think we have enough people that believe that we have people that have the same mindset. Absolutely. I think that's a good point, too. I think that we think that... that These com- are masquering my ears. Oh, for real? Yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> Why are you loosening them up a little bit? These, you know, these are you know, studio-grade headphones. You know what I'm saying? Shout out. You know what I'm saying? But, um, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, we're going to come to a close. You know, this is the Raw Talk Podcast. I'm your most humble and gracious host, TT. I ain't got my dog Squirrel here with me, but I do have my lovely, lovely, lovely host today, guest host today, Alexandra. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, and before we close, we definitely have to do a special shout out to B. Sheree. All right, you notice that we're in a new setting. You feel what I'm saying? You notice we're in a new setting. It's a nice little place. It's a content studio on Oak Street, 8212 Oak Street. To all of my content creators, y'all definitely need to come out here. Uh, come over here, get y'all some coffee, tea, check this place out. Brittany is the owner, correct? Yes. All right, Brittany is out. Brittany is the Cherie. owner. Brittany Cherie, B. Cherie Studios. All right, it's a content studio right here in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. All right, so y'all definitely need to come here. Rock with the studio. It's a yeah. beautiful, beautiful place in here. There's like several different settings. Several different several settings. Different like areas. meeting room, boardroom yeah. setting, like. They cater Yo, to um, several different entrepreneurial um, businesses. If and you so. just want to come in here and just work as well, yeah. like a you know, free coffee, free water, free tea. Obviously, you have to pay a membership mm-hmm. uh, and uh, or a so, day pass or, or a day, day pass. pass. You know, get a day pass or pay a membership. You know what I'm saying? So you're definitely going to be seeing more of our, <clears throat> or more of the podcast, more of the visuals, and in the Be Sure Studios. So you know, hopefully that we can get, you know. Get a good thing going here. You feel what I'm saying? So, but yeah, Absolutely. this is a Raw Talk podcast. Again, I'm your most humble and gracious host, TT. We out this bit. See y'all. Thank you for having me. Wait, 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 wait. Before you dip, before you dip, quick question. Did you go to the YouTube? You ain't go to the YouTube, you're lying. Look.
Head to that YouTube, like, share, and subscribe. All our full-length interviews, ladies and gentlemen. And please follow us on Instagram at underscore Raw Talk Pie. Follow us on Twitter at underscore Raw Talk Pie. And, of course, the YouTube is underscore Raw Talk Pie. And, of course, we got a TikTok. Hit us up on there, Raw Talk Pie 01. That's at Raw Talk Pie 01 on the TikTok, ladies and gentlemen. It's the Raw Talk Podcast where we talk life, health, and music, baby. Appreciate y'all for listening.